I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Bull and Geo coming to you live to the Bill Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Less than an hour away, the pre-sale for Boomer and Geo Live will be happening. White Eagle Hall in Jersey City. It's an off-air show on the stage. It's uncensored. It is a humongous party, and we're going to put on a show for you that only we could do off the air. So, how do you get there? WFAN.com slash live. The pre-sale will be happening at 8 a.m. sharp, and there is a pre-sale code which is neurovirus that you have to use because Boomer and I went through that neurovirus, N-O-R-O-V-I-R-U-S. Neurovirus is the pre-sale code, and there are a couple options, VIP tickets and the general admission tickets, and then the general on sale will be Friday, March 3rd, but jump in on the pre-sale uh, today, this morning at 8 a.m., and I can't wait for this. We've been talking about it for months now, and it's going to be tremendous, like nothing uh, we've ever done, and I know that the uh, the crowd that will be there is going to be just into everything that's going on, and everybody's everybody's ready to go. I talked to CeeLo. CeeLo's going to be there. I talked to Schwartz yesterday. He's going to be there. He's actually open to, well, not open to. I think he's he's ready to do the ranch dressing thing regardless. Like it's he, called a ranch dressing uh, challenge. Yeah, ranch Sounds dressing better. challenge. Yeah, yeah. So they, he, the only person who is not cooperating right now in the stuff that we have thrown out there is Dan and Carteret. He's the one guy who's not cooperating because I wanted to make him part of the show. Well, what would he not, like, what are you asking of him? So the idea would to be, you get Peter Schwartz out there. Now, we're not doing this to be mean to Peter Schwartz. We're doing this to highlight one of the great moments that Peter brought to our show, which was when he went to the restaurant and got the ranch dressing spilled on him, and it turned into a whole thing. So Peter, we're going to have him get buffalo sauce dumped on him on one side of the stage. Then we're going to have ranch dressing dumped on him on the other side of the stage. And then there's going to be a challenge. Because both of them are custodians, Yousef and Dan and Carteret, who can clean up the mess the fastest, and that winner will get a prize. Dan does not want to do it. Really? Doesn't want to do it. That doesn't sound so bad. Doesn't sound so bad. I mean, it's awesome. We'll be up there. Well, it depends on what the prize is. You know, the he'll prize be, is a $10 gift card. But the prize is to be on stage as a part of Boomer and Geo Live and... You know, think about all the, uh, you know, the, everybody's cheering for him and everything else and all the stuff that you could get. It would be a lot of attention. A lot of attention. And that's not the worst. I, I thought it was going to be far worse than what you were going to say. Is it a definite no or is there some room for thought? There? He said the only thing that I'm going to be cleaning up is like at the bar or something is what he said. So, I don't know. So, he's out. Uh, maybe I could entice him with the prize. I don't know. And the other thing that I will be doing is I will be taking, I'll get some like naked chicken wings and I'll be, I'll be dipping them into Peter Schwartz when he's covered in the buffalo and sauce in the ranch and eating it. Yeah, so we grab a cup right off his hairy arm, just scrape off the I sauce. guess the whole 30 will be over at that point, huh? <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm going to have to eat that night. Yeah, of course. I'm going to have, because the, the Saville Biggest Loser competition that I'm in, the weigh-in is April 1st. So it's over then? It's over then, but I still want to be at a, at a I don't want to go off the rails because yeah, I got yeah. I got the uh, the bike tour happening in, on May 7th, so I have to still keep it like going at that point. But but yeah, and there's going to be, we have, uh, you're going to do your Jerry Jeopardy, which is going to uh, yes. have a uh, contestant involved. Uh, we're talking about some lie detector stuff. It's going to be, it's going to be tremendous. So this is going to be... <laughs> 
This is going to be off the charts. I will tell you from the conversations we've had, it sounds like we could be there all night. Yeah, a lot of ideas. I don't, we'll pare them down, obviously, or scale, but it sounds like we've got a lot of good things in the, uh, it'll at least be two hours. And then, of course, there's going to be a bar there. There's going to be, we're going to have live music. Um, so we'll, we'll unveil who that band is going to be next week, which I'm very, very excited about. You know about. what's actually cool about this for not necessarily you and me when we're going to be on stage the whole time? I'm always very jealous of Eddie. When we do these shows. We're putting them to work this time. No, 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 I get that. But when we get to go to these live shows, Eddie gets to mingle, have a couple of drinks. He helps for sure. But for the large majority of the program, he's kind of having fun. Yep. And we're the ones that, all right, well, we can't really have fun. We can't have this. This is the type of night. Go have a drink. Go do your thing. Go have a drink. Go do your thing. Kind of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Although, did we decide you're not allowed to do your... Great skill of chugging a car bomb. I, yeah. I don't know where that stands. Okay. We'll, we'll see. I mean, I maybe, think he can do it. I think, right, it's going to have to be someone with the staff. All right. Yeah, so maybe we just time them. And then the one of the other things we were thinking about, this would be sort of like Andy Kaufman-like, you know, how he would go out on the stage and just read The Great Gatsby, is have, you know, one of Eddie's skills is to eat an entire apple, core and all. What? Yeah. You eat the core of the apple? Yes. <laughs> so... Like, imagine just putting Eddie out there by himself in the middle of the stage just to eat the entire (laughs) apple while the crowd watches with nothing else going on, just to troll the crowd. (laughs) Just for, like, ten minutes. It's not a speed thing, so I don't know if that would work, you know? Well, it would would be hilarious, just however long it went. (laughs) Just Eddie standing out there while the band plays. That'd be a good thing to do while the band's playing. Is there an overage time built in, or is it at some point? Like, 2 a.m.? Well, no, because, I mean, they, they may want to, you know, open up for regular business after. I don't know what that is. I don't situation. think so. I'm not sure. That's a good question. That's one of the questions that we can we can talk about uh, in one of these meetings that we have. So, I think two well, hours. We're, we're looking at it right now. Yeah, we're looking at it right. We're looking at two hours. Two hours is what we're looking at right. for the show, and it's going to be awesome. So, uh, pre-sale, uh, less than an hour, 8 a.m., uh, WFAN.com slash live, the pre-sale code is norovirus. Uh, all right. So, did you take anything out of Joe Shane yesterday talking about Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley? Because I, I really didn't take anything new out of it because everything that we have talked about for the last two weeks, he's sort of confirmed. Yeah, I would say yes and no. I think the one thing that I took from it is um, he confirmed how he wants them both back. But again, watching and listening to him, I really do believe he would like to figure out a way to have both Jones and Barkley come back. Um, there, there's this thought out there that they're just going to, you know what? If we can't work out a deal, we'll just give the, the, the tag to Jones and Barkley. See ya. I actually think they really want to try and figure out a long-term deal with the quarterback and get Barkley back here, whether that's the tag. I imagine that's what it would be. Um, yeah, I, he talked about how special the year was what it meant. I think they really believe they can build on this next season. The fact that you know Kenny Galladay is going to be released in a, in a couple of weeks, which we knew. I mean, that's not news, but the fact that that's kind of out there now. Um, they know where their deficiencies are and I think they're going to attack it. I think from listening to him yesterday, I think they are clearly not satisfied, happy with what they did, but not even close to satisfied and I think they're also very aware of not taking a step back. Like, they want to build on this and take that next step and maybe be, dare I say, be a Super Bowl contending team next year. That's what I took from him. He speaks with great confidence. They certainly have, as opposed to other giant regimes of recent memory, they have a clear vision of what they're trying to do. And it, to me, it comes across listening and watching him. So Saquon is someone that I give a lot of credit to. He uh, was right up there with the comeback player of the year, and he had everything going against him heading into this season, and he needed to perform, and he did, and he stayed healthy, and all those things I got to give him credit for. And I don't want to make it seem like I'm hating on the guy when I say this. I'm not. It's just that how you build a team, they should not bring him back if they want to build the best version of the Giants because there are two positions that are critical for the New York Giants to address where they could better use their money and draft a running back, draft a guy in the third round, and you'll be able to get uh, not similar production, but enough production out of that position if you do two things that you have to do, which is upgrade wide receiver in a big way. You know, make one of those trades. We have talked about with Boomer, T. Higgins, he is that guy. 
he is the guy that is probably going to be left out because Joe Burrow is going to get all that money and they can't keep Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins. I think the Bengals said yesterday, T. Higgins ain't going anywhere. Well, all right. We heard that with A.J. Brown. I'm just... A.J. Brown from Mike Vrabel said... That was the head coach. Okay, but what are you going to say? The guy's on the trade block? What's he going to say? So he's a guy that possibility. DeAndre Hopkins, interesting. I don't know. He, he there's a lot of negative stuff mm-hmm. surrounding him, but he's someone that may be available. So upgrading at the wide receiver position and upgrading at the linebacker position. If this team really wants to take the next step, that's how you do it. Now, can you do it with keeping Saquon Barkley? And adding to those significantly, if Joe Shane thinks he could do that, then franchise, well, then get Saquon Barkley. If you're using the franchise tag of Daniel Jones, you got to find a reasonable deal for Saquon Barkley. But if you can't, I'm sorry, running back has to go, replace him with someone in the draft, and let's get wide receivers and linebackers in here to be able to really compete in the NFC. It really is amazing. When you think about when we were growing up, how important that running back position was. And you had a guy, not only was he important, you were relying on him to carry the ball sometimes 30 times a game and just grind down defenses. And the game has changed to a point where I actually had this thought yesterday, and you just... You kind of said it again there about, you know, just go out and draft draft a running back, draft a running back, just go draft a running back. Why would any team then go sign a running back after four years? Uh, the, the teams that would do that are, so like the Buffalo Bills would be a great example. So okay. you, you got to think about the teams that, now the Chiefs, they don't really care because they, you know, they got right, Pacheco they've, they've there now. Fine and Pacheco the Eagles well don't really care. Pick. So you, you, have to, you have to find the team that has lacked that weapon. Mm-hmm. At that position, who really believes that if you bring him in, then that could be the missing piece to the offense, much like the San Francisco 49ers and Christian McCaffrey. So they had a lot of weapons, but they needed a weapon at the running back, and they went out and got him. Understood. So that, you got to find those places. But would you not agree that with the salary cap the way it is, it is nearly impossible to build a complete football team? Yeah. You're either great on offense where you're going to build your team to be great on defense, and it's really difficult to do both. Now, the Eagles, I think, did that mostly because Jalen Hurts wasn't making any money. Sure. So that's why that worked. That They got the production from the quarterback within those first four years. Who knows what they become when Jalen Hurts gets paid. The Packers, for as good as Aaron Rodgers is and has been, have won nothing because they have been lopsided because the quarterback, to me, makes way too much money. So if... I see what you're saying with the Bills, to a point, I guess, but it's a passing league. Like, what difference does it make, well, honestly? Yeah, but he's also a guy that catches a lot of passes out of the backfield, and if he's doing what he's doing, it opens up the pass game as well, and he's 26 years old. Right, so why wouldn't that still be important to the Giants? It is important to the Giants, right, but, but where their cap situation is, I think there's things that are more important. I'm not saying that he's not important. I'm saying that the wide receiver position and the linebackers are more important. Right, but now you're going to be deficient of that superstar when the answer is draft a running back. Well, who is the... Why right. can't the Bills just draft a running back? They could, but it hasn't worked for them. It hasn't know, worked for them my, that way. My whole point is the way we devalue these guys, but they do have value. Well, the reason, so the Bills, though, you got to think about it. The Bills don't have as many holes as the Giants do. So adding a a star like that to get over the hump to get to the Super Bowl is a different story than what the Giants are trying to do. And yet they both got essentially to the same place. Not far enough. Right, right, exactly. I mean, to me, the the way you, and it's goofy to me, this whole salary cap structure in the NFL is a bunch of crap. The way they move and position money and stretch money out and you know, signing bonuses, and now he's making $1 million a year, and his contract says he's making $200 million. The whole thing's stupid. Um, to me, it's the way you finagle the cap. You either want the player or you don't want the player. You want the player, you can make it work. If you don't, you move on. Yeah, but it's just like, can you can you live with yourself if you're looking at that, that cap sheet and you're saying, all right, $16 million is going to a running back. And, and Understood. And what teams that are paying their running back that much are doing well. I mean, the two teams that went to the Super Bowl had a combined, like, you know, $2 million that they were paying their running backs. Understood. So that, that's where I think Joe Shane is, is looking at, but it would be a, it would be a loss for them. They would definitely have to adjust. It would just be a different type of offense. It would look different. It would definitely look different. And I also think too, and this is what I'm talking about having a great offense or a great defense. I really do believe the Giants can be a 
tremendous offensive team if they were able to bring in a big time receiver. Yeah, that's and I know what you're saying about the linebacker. I got, I, I totally understand, but I also think if we can, if we, if the Giants can become the type of team that's not struggling to score 20 points. And all of a sudden, they're a team that's scoring in the high 20s. Now, that takes some of the pressure off that defense. It doesn't have to hold teams under 20 to win games. I just think there's so many different ways to build teams now. There is no one set way. And there just isn't. I mean, you mentioned the Chiefs. The Bills can't win without a running back. Yet the Chiefs win, no problem without a running back. Yeah. And without Tyreek Hill. Oh, by the way, why is that? They have Patrick Mahomes. Sure. Right, absolutely. But not everybody does. And And obviously, with Josh Allen, he needs... He needed Steph Diggs to take the next level, and now he needs a better running back to take the next level. But isn't level. Josh Allen supposed to be the guy that lifts everybody around him? He, yeah, but he's not hasn't done it now. Exactly. But he that 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 that's uh, why the quarterbacks like make too much money. Yeah, but he he was someone that this year I felt, and there was the injury to his elbow. How much that affected him, I'm not sure. But this was the year that he was supposed to be right up there, and he definitely took a step back. Yeah, through a I lot mean, of interceptions. Yeah, Burrows, Burrow and Mahomes both took steps, leaps forward in that conversation, and Josh Allen now is like a distant third, in my opinion. Yep. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Network. See, I feel like I'm 15 here. I know. I know. Right now. I know. Al's been on a roll here. I would have said 1986. Hold on. Hold on. Eyes without. Uh, Who are we listening to? 1986. Eyes without a face. Way late. Oh, way late. What is this now? Eyes without a face. Is this Billy Idol? Who is Billy this? Idol? Oh, Billy Idol. Okay. This okay. is uh, 83. Ah. Oh wow. Okay. Really? Way late. So I was nine. When you guys were talking about Chumbawamba the other day yes. and what year that was, I, I, down. I knew exactly what yes, year it was. Yes, I was screaming exactly. at the <laughs> I put myself right back JV football yeah. because my coach would sit there as we're doing drills. I get knocked down. Yeah. I get up again. Like, you know, but the whistle, he would then around his finger and go back and forth. It just seared in my brain. Yes. I told Al this on the warm-up show. I'll remind Jerry as well. I'm sure he's forgotten. Both who attended my wedding, we did not have a DJ. We had a band, and I f- required them to learn and play that song as a sort of a extended family anthem. So they don't even remember. They I danced to Tub Thumping at my wedding almost 10 years ago now. Wow. How about that? No recollection. Of course not. I do remember the place. Yeah. 
I don't remember Al doesn't that part. remember anything about the night. I remember going. Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember, you remember arriving. <laughs> I do. Oh, and that. leaving. <laughs> I remember checking in. <laughs> that was that was pre-no vodka days for you. Oh, yeah. It was a big vodka night. Yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah. Hence, Frank probably doesn't remember much. He had a good time. Man, I do know that. I totally miss that era of Al, and it pisses me off. <laughs> I got, you know, old cranky two Miller Light Al. You know how Boomer talks about he missed out on the quarterback money? Yes. I missed out on Blackout <laughs> Al, and it just... You I, missed out on Fun Al. Yeah. Like the Friends episode of Fun Bobby. I mean, uh, <laughs> he, him at our Christmas party a couple of... In, until it got late at night, he started freaking out about getting COVID. But him at the... <laughs> before the concert. Right, before yeah. at lunch, and then we went up and saw the security of everything at Hudson Yards. Mm-hmm. Remember that? That was a blast. He was on fire at that point. He had, he, I believe he had three or four beers at lunch. Lunch. He was flying and he was in a great mood. He I got a taste too early. Yeah, right. He just because then he came back for the pre-concert drink and was a stiff. Was done. Was absolutely <laughs> done at that point. So put baby in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> we, we went to the little bar before the concert. That's what I'm talking we about. Had, yeah. yeah, the two of you. I thought we're going to fall asleep on the couch. You and Al. I was, uh, well, I was down and we're, I was, didn't want to because I don't want to drink anymore. I was ready for the concert. Yeah. I didn't want to sit there yeah. any longer. Meanwhile, I did, I believe, five shots of Casamigos oh, yeah. within like 45 minutes. And Jordan Davis got flat out drunk. And he said that was the drunkest he's ever been when he's taking the stage <laughs> because of that. And you wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have known. You would not have known. And he did say, he's like, he's like, if I forget some lyrics, I may or may not have done five shots of Casamigos with the Boomer and Geo crew up there. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was me. And by the way, part of that crew was gone already. Yeah, that, that is true. <laughs> Thankfully, it was dark. The first part. We were elevated, so he couldn't see who was <laughs> there true. and who wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, so it was me, Boomer, Jordan Davis, and Mike Harris from the record label that were doing the shots. Just like fires, firing on the back. And then I looked over and the three of you guys were like sitting on the couch. Yeah. You know? I was ready for the concert. Yeah. Let's go. I, I was in between. I did at least right. one round with you guys. You all look like Boomer at 9.30. <laughs> <laughs> but was I not ready for a show? Uh, yes, you were. I you stayed, stayed the, the whole very time. end. Yes, and you stayed almost the oh, entire... I, I, it was the three of us. Basically closed the place down. Yeah, it was the three of us who stayed the entire yeah. time. Yeah. So look at that. Look at us. How about that? Yeah, how about that? I will never forget the boomer before. No one's leaving early. We're having a great time tonight. Mm-hmm. Song three. All right, boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see you later. And then as soon as he was out, me and Al looked at each other. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so true. Uh, all right, CeeLo. What is uh, happening with you? Brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Also brought to you by Edison Heating and Cooling. A few more from Joe Shane from yesterday at the Combine talking Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley negotiations. As Jerry alluded to last hour, Shane revealed that uh, there was nothing cooking on Jones until he switched agencies from CAA to Athletes First. We had never had any conversations with CAA, we we didn't. They have no idea what value we thought. I have no idea what they would ask. Like that was totally separate. Which is interesting to me. So hmm. we all found out about the agency switch. What ten days ago or so? About now. that, yeah. I'm, I'm. I have to assume that that had already happened prior because. Think about Boomer as well as some of the other stories and rumors right around the end of the regular season, beginning of the postseason, where it was like, hey, they're they're close to a deal. You remember that was out there, right? No, nobody remembers that. I don't. It, was but they were on, close to it. I don't, talked I don't, about I, on this program. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, don't said I'm pretty, I get the sense that they're pretty close on a deal. Any, okay. No, I'm not you're saying you're You're probably right. You're probably right. I don't I just, remember. What we've talked about the last couple of weeks, yeah. that's all I remember now is okay. like is the agent change and the $45 million and anything prior yeah. to that. I don't have a right. I can guarantee that you're right. All right. But I don't remember that. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, let's move on from that then. <laughs> uh, the Jones-Barkley combo could be tricky to bring both back. I would love to have them both back. Yeah, I think uh, they, work, they work well with each other. Uh, you know, their entire careers in the NFL, they've been together. Um, yeah, I do think they, again, they complement each other well. But if things are a little dicey as time goes along here. I would love to have them both back. Yeah, I think. Uh, how about this one? Let's try this one. If the scenarios, there it is. we're going through those. So um, if it gets out of hand and it's 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 out of our comfort zone, um, you know we have the tag. We have we can only tag one player. Um, Sorry, we'll use that. And if somebody's got to walk, then you know it's it's unfortunate. And another thing I don't think you can replicate too is the word he just used there too. The comfort level between the two of them. I really mm-hmm. do think you know there are certain things that do not get. You know, you, you can't see it, you know, necessarily on a day-to-day basis, 
but it shows up on Sunday. They always seem to have each other's back. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, that dynamic's gone if one's not here. Yeah, I, I don't think that they would be fine. I, I really believe that they Maybe. would be fine. I, I know that Maybe. that that this was a journey for them. They both had their ups and downs, and they were sort of attached at the hip, but you got no choice sometimes. I mean, if you see some guys that have played with each other for, for 10 years split up eventually, and they, they figure it out. Now, CBS Sports had a guy, Cody Benjamin. I don't know if you know him at all, but he was doing like a free agency you know, where guys are going to go. And I don't know if he's doing this just so I would talk about it or us people in the media would talk about it. Um, but he said that he thinks that Saquon Barkley is going to go to the Cowboys, the Dallas. Yeah, Cowboys. I, so we had it at a, uh, a little event for a cornhole league last night mm -hmm. and a bunch of people were actually asking me about that. I'm like, really? I have no idea. Yeah, I. so that's funny you bring that up. How would that Maybe work? that's where they read it. With well, all the his... money they're paying Zeke already, they've got Tony Pollard there. Well, so Tony he... Pollard is, is coming a off agent? a major injury And now. he's a free agent. Yes. Okay. Correct. All right. And, and Zeke is going to have to restructure big time if he stays. Or, yeah, or he's going to get, get released. Cut. Yeah. That is true. So, you, okay. So, those two guys out, Saquon in. All right. Yeah. All right. So, let's rewind. If the Giants are smart, they want to save some money. We re-sign Daniel Jones. We move on from Saquon Barkley. <laughs> yeah. I would love to have Barkley in Dallas. And then he would be a Dallas Cowboy. Yeah. Imagine that. Don't talk about Saquon Barkley revenge week. That would be amazing. That would be interesting. Multiple, multiple revenge weeks. Yep. That would be interesting. What's that, Cody Benjamin? Cody Benjamin of CBS Sports. Hmm. Where huh. he's getting that from. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, Stephen Waldron of CBS Sports. Do you know Cody Benjamin of CBS Sports? No, first time hearing him. First time, really. <laughs> first time, long time. <laughs> you have no. Re you guys work for the same company. I know it's a large company. The guy writes about football. You like football. You're a Giants fan. You've never heard of Cody Benjamin. No, I haven't. All right, so you could probably send him an internal email, though, right? Like you could probably look him up in the the address thing and be Cody Benjamin at CBS Sports or yeah, something just like, like that. You respond to your Odyssey emails, right? Well. I don't, but... Or, or view them. I don't view them you either. You know how to access that email. Not right now, no. Yeah. yeah Just for the record, Stephen, he's been a member of the CBS sports team since 2017. Hmm. So it's a long time. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I, I got his email. You do have his email. All right, yeah. just send him an email. Be yeah. like, hey, I'm Stephen Walter yeah. of CBS Sports. Hey, what's up? Hey, man. Just wanted to connect. <laughs> I'm sure I'll let you know what he said. All right, perfect. Good. I'm sure he'll get right back to him. I mean, you're acting like Cody Benjamin is, you know, Colin Coward. Looks like no, a big Philly writer. Just he writes for them doesn't necessarily mean, like, I'm sure he's got his own personal email. He's got his social media accounts, I'm sure. Like, you'd probably have better luck reaching out to that guy via a DM on Twitter or something than you do with your internal CBS email. I don't know about that. All right. I feel like he's probably he's a writer. He's probably all over that. I mean, I, I, I don't pay attention to my people know to use my personal email if they need me, whatever. Well, there you go. A lot of Philadelphia covering, and now he's in Minneapolis. Oh, okay. Maybe I can hook up with him, have lunch on uh, Thursday. Philly, Minneapolis, and writing about Saquon to the Cowboys. Saquon to the Cowboys. Interesting. Very interesting. No shock here. The Giants plan to release Kenny Galladay with a new league year begins March 15th. We pretty much all knew that was coming. Uh, meantime, Joe Douglas says the Jets have opened negotiations with Quinnen Williams on a contract extension, all while they are still trying to figure out who's going to play quarterback for them next season. Derek Carr, the only guy that Douglas can talk about publicly right now. He left a strong impression with everybody, and so um, obviously we're going to be exploring the, the veteran quarterback market this offseason, and we're going to look at every available option. We feel like when it's time to make the right decision, when everyone goes through their process, we're going to make the best decision for the Jets. There's your process. They're going to visit with Carr again this week. Same for the Saints. He'll also take a visit with Frank Reich's Carolina Panthers. Some other notables from Indy. We've heard Boomer talk about T. Higgins and how his, you know, his contract's coming up. He's due for a new, new deal, and maybe someone could get him via trade. Well, uh, Bengals executive Duke Tobin uh, shot that down quickly yesterday. Quote, if they want a receiver, go find your own. So apparently he's not up for grabs <laughs> and basically said he's not in the business of helping other teams get better. Hippies uh, in church. Did you know that was a movement? Hippies in church or end church? Hippies in church. In church. Cody <laughs> tweeted out oh, a couple of days ago. Jesus Revolution, now in theaters, is worthwhile for using the hippies in church movement. Okay. I didn't know there was such a thing. Something hmm. about sitting in that chair.
people go down the rabbit hole on that computer? Well, because he asked about Cody Benjamin. Yeah, so I was just checking him out. Account. I saw his Twitter page. That's all. I was looking for this cowboy story with Saquon Barkley. That's all. Fair enough. The Bucks are cutting Leonard Fournette at his own request. Wants to go elsewhere to win post Tom Brady. Speaking of which, a lot of Kyle Trask talk so far this week. Former second round pick of the Bucks, Todd Bowles was making the rounds yesterday. Asked if he'd be comfortable with Trask as their starting QB next season. To which Bowles <laughs> deadpanned in his typical fashion. Well, he's the only quarterback on our roster right now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> did you know so that was um, Amy Trask's nephew? I did not. No, I just made that okay. up. Right? I figured you no, did, but no I'm idea. playing if along. They related or uh -huh. they could be related. I don't Maybe know. they are. Yeah. Never it's know. It's not a common name, so it could be. It is not. Uh, the Seahawks are working to re-sign Geno Smith, even though Albert Breer of, uh, what, MMQB and SI says that all options are open with Geno. even had the Jets reconnected to Geno yesterday, which would be interesting. Uh, but there's negotiations going on there, yet Seattle also talking out loud. Both Pete Carroll and John Schneider yesterday about them having potential interest in one of the quarterbacks in the draft since they are selecting fifth overall from Denver via the Russell Wilson trade. So a lot of this uh, quarterback musical chairs going on right now as the combine gets underway and the draft approaches. They're not related. Okay, good. You got to the bottom of that? Mm -hmm. How a simple Google search. Because uh, it came up and she actually tweeted it. A couple of years ago. How about that? that people have asked, and they are not related. Right, fair enough. Uh, I won't bore you all with the hockey talk again, though. Patrick Kane is a Ranger now. The Devils will play at Colorado tonight, and the Islanders lost to the Wild in a shootout 2-1. to one. NBA, for about a half or so, looked like the Nets three might quarters. upset the Bucks. Three quarters? Yeah, I would say... At some point in the, the third last quarter, two minutes it was the last two minutes of the third quarter, and ironically enough, when Giannis sat down... Um, all of a sudden, Milwaukee just, they went on Steamroll. a 12 nothing run. Yeah, and yeah. It, it just happened fast. Yeah. And they took it, and that was it. I mean, they had no chance in the fourth quarter. Bucks beat the Nets 118-104. That's 15 in a row for Milwaukee. They have moved a half game ahead of the Celtics. You know what's interesting, real quick, about what's interesting about the Nets now, and I know no one cares except me, and that's fine, but they have a lot of good players. Yes. They don't fit, though. Like, I feel like the they've idea. got a lot of the same players. Yeah. And like Cam Thomas does not play enough. I don't know. I like I watch them. I don't know what the hell the objective well, is. I don't know. John Vaughn even alludes to that when they made the deal. It's like we got a lot of talent. A lot here. of yes. Now we got to figure out how it it's all like fits together. It's like this giant puzzle, and yes. it, it's not quite. And in stretches, it works. But then there's moments like, I don't know who can score that's on the floor right now. Well, it seems like the rest of the season is about figuring out which of those pieces they want to retain and which they're going to want to well, move. A lot of good pieces. I can tell you that. that could well, help them. I mean, Claxton, the, Cam <clears throat> the Cams, Mikhail Bridges. I mean, those are, those are sure. locks. And Dinwiddie's tremendous. But I, it just, I don't know. Just It seems very disjointed to me. Yeah. yeah. Roster redundancy, they call yeah, that, Jerry. Is. Yeah, it is. Very much so. Nets, Nick Snyder at the Garden. Obviously, we'll have it here on the fan coverage beginning at 7.20. A couple of other notables from out of town last night. How about just the NBA is insane. The Warriors outscored the Blazers 75-40 to 40 in the second half. 75 in the second half. 35-point yeah. differential. Do you think we'll see a team hit 200 points down. by the end of next season? I don't think so, in no. a, In a regulation game? I don't think no. so. I'll give you one overtime. I no, think you might. No. I think uh, you might. Maybe. I mean, I mean, the three-point shooting continues to go up and up. If you have one of these teams that hits 35 threes in a game. Yeah, yeah but we got the possible. 175 game. I mean, I, I'd have to see. Right. I'd have to see like a high 180s to start believing yeah. that. That's it's still a long way to go. Doing it for four quarters is tough to imagine because of the way these games work. And that's the perfect, like we just gave you the box. Yeah. Nets had the lead. The Warriors down 23 at all. Oh, no problem. We'll score 75 in the second half. We'll come back and win. I think it's a Blazers the team that just had Damian Lillard score. What was it? 71. 71. Yeah. Uh, also, Mavericks lost to the Pacers <laughs> at home. 124-122. <laughs> Any details on that? Yeah. So, Luka <laughs> had 39-9 and nine on his 24th birthday, but... He and uh, Kyrie, when they play together, are now 1-4 and four since, uh, of course, the Mavericks made that deal with the Nets before the deadline. Kyrie had 16, but uh, he had a 3 at the buzzer for what would have been, I guess, the win, and that did not go. Actually, last of five misses from three-point range mm. in the final two minutes yeah. with Dallas trailing by Saw two. That. He offered this afterwards. Really want to win here. Uh, really put a lot of pressure on myself at times. Um, I think I need to scale it back a little bit just because of this second half of the season, just feeling like we got to be great every single possession. It's already putting too much pressure on himself yeah. in Dallas. Sure, of course. And so what happened was it was the Pacers had an opportunity to increase the lead to four at the free throw line, two misses. Yeah. Kyrie gets the ball, dribbles it up the court, 
takes a three, hucks up a three off the rim. So that's the right because didn't he miss a potential game? He didn't even winner? miss. He didn't even shoot last week too. Remember that? He, he, he had the ball in his hands, but he never even got a shot. Yeah, off. they mm. were passing back and forth, and then yeah, the buzzer yeah. sounded. So uh, they're also trying to find their way, just yep, as sure. uh, the Nets are with their new pieces, and they are just on the outside of a guaranteed playoff spot in the West right now. Kevin Durant set to make his son's debut tonight in Charlotte against the Hornets, who, of course, uh, of course lost LaMelo Ball for the season with his fractured ankle. Now, KD talking Kyrie post-trade requests on the Etcetera's podcast. No ill will towards Irving in the aftermath of the Brooklyn breakup. That's who he is, and that's what he wanted to do. And it's like, I can't have a problem with that. Like, I've, like I said, I'm a, I want to act like I wasn't upset that we didn't finish the season because I love playing with Kyrie. I wanted to... I wanted to see where we can go with that. But he acknowledged their differences as people in this case. I love to play. That's all I'm focused on in this league is hooping. You know, not that other shit. What kind of doing behind the scenes, what his contract negotiations was. Like, I don't even want to think about none of that stuff. So whatever he is doing, that's him. And I trust that he's going to make the right moves for him and his oh. family to move forward. He admitted they haven't spoken about everything just yet, but feels that they will at some not point. Have. Yeah, I have no when idea. Things bizarre. Down. Totally bizarre. That doesn't yeah. make sense to me. But And I do believe him that all he cares about is just going out and playing You've ball. You've always said that. I do, because I've... I've watched a lot of these oh, yeah, I'm, podcasts. I agree. I'm like, anything yeah. he does, I just I find him an intriguing personality that literally seems focused on just playing as opposed to the other crap that seems to surround him. That's why when he said the dumb things that he said when Kyrie was having his issues, when he was like, we just want to get back to playing basketball and move all this stuff to the side. I don't think he meant it in a way that like wasn't important. It was more like, I'm focused on basketball, guys. I just want to talk basketball. Yeah, I think all that changed when he went to Golden State and the negative reaction that happened because he said in the past, after that decision was made, and people were killing him. Yeah. Like He spent like three days by himself and just thinking about it. And he even said to his agents, like, why did you let me do this? Because now everybody hates me. And I think that after that happened... And then he went to Golden State and had success. Then he's like, I don't even care what anybody said. It doesn't matter anymore. Like That yep. was his low moment. That was his before and after moment. And now he legitimately does not care. He wants to go and win a championship, but he doesn't care what anybody thinks about him. Speaking of doing and saying dumb things, have you guys done much on the Alabama situation? Yes. With Brandon Miller and mm -hmm. Nate Oates? Yes. So he had, a, I guess it was yesterday, another press conference. Where, Nate Oates. Yes, where he addressed the pregame introductions. Yeah. So I will bring you that next hour. You want to talk about something that it just makes you scratch Skin your crawl. head. How, well, that and just how do these things happen and how do people not realize until after the fact? So this was not have so much under the microscope. This was not right after the game because he did talk about it right after the game. This is now another press conference. This was oh, another perhaps. game, wasn't it? And then Wait, the, the player introduction. Yeah. You're but, talking about the show you guys did a few days ago. Where they did the pat-down thing. Right. Brandon Miller did the pat-down thing. Nate Oates talked about it right after the game. Okay, well, this, this what, was did he say, what did he say right after the game, if you well, recall? Well, he said, it was, he said it. it was addressed, and he's Okay, been, maybe it was the same. For some reason... The story was circulating yesterday, and I saw the video with audio and thought it was fresh, but perhaps it wasn't. So I'll double check on it. I'll that. go listen to it and tell you if it's the, the same thing. T-Mobile right. has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Gio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Just a few more minutes to the pre-sale for Boomer and Geo live right at 8 a.m. Go to WFAN.com slash live to get all the details. So I finished last night my Korean reality show, Physical 100, and I got the winner. I saw who the winner was. Now, I don't know if you were listening down the newsroom when I told you about this show. Did you hear me talk about this show? Uh, very little. All right, so they got a hundred of the most in-shape people in South Korea to participate in this athletic challenge. Yes. And they did all sorts of unbelievable stuff. They even had a one-on-one, like, crazy in a arena thing where you had to have, there was a ball in there, and you had to have the ball at the end of the three minutes. So they were wrestling and throwing each other around. It was just fascinating. Like the way the XFL used to start. Yes. And it was just, there was like a big pool of muddy water, and they're slamming each other in that. It was just incredible. And all sorts of these challenges, and I really think that they need to bring this exact show here. Like, it has to happen for Netflix. All right, so there was five people that were left that after all of this. A hundred people in, five people were left. I'm going to give you what the five people were as far as their skill and athletics. You tell me which one you think won. All right, all right. you ready? Yep. They had... A, I don't want to say bodybuilder, but one of the big, like, strongman like competition guys. a CrossFit guy. guy? Well, there was a CrossFit guy. Okay. So there was a CrossFit guy. There was a, let's say, a strongman. Okay. So you know that when you watch the strongman things, and they're like, they're, they kind of still have a belly. Yes, yeah, you know, Sports Network has them between five and six. Old. That's right. Every single morning from Not 1985. Not every morning, but we do get to see it a lot. 1985. Then maybe they'll put on physical 100 now. Maybe. Two out of five. All, right, All right, so we got a strongman guy. Strongman guy. CrossFit guy. Okay. A... Loser. What does that mean? A loser? A loser. Oh, from like the Olympics? Right. A, a, okay. a loser. All right. A cyclist and an ice climber. Ooh, that's a good one. An ice climber. So their endurance has got to be ridiculous. Yes. Oh, a cyclist, too. And he's also, this guy was an ice climber and he also worked on mountain rescues. Like he I, would. I am going to eliminate the strongman. Strongman out. Because I think maybe. Perhaps flexibility, agility. I'm going to say no for the strong. I'm going to say out. Am I right on that? You're right about that. I'm down to four. Yes. I got a cyclist. uh, (laughs) Loser. I'm a loser. See, I'm a loser. If I had to make a guess out of these four, I would go CrossFit. However, because you're asking me the, the way you're asking me, I'm going to say the loser one. You should have trusted your gut. The CrossFit guy. CrossFit guy one. And the man who came in second place was the cyclist. Okay. Cyclist came in second. The CrossFit guy came in first. Yeah. CrossFit. Yeah, well, I mean, CrossFit's pretty... That's intense. tough stuff. It's absolutely intense. You ever do a CrossFit workout? No. And I did a couple of them, and it's it's tough. I'm sure it is. It really is. Uh, the, a friend of mine's wife is doing this CrossFit. She posts on Instagram all mm-hmm. the time. And, like, the stuff that she's doing is, like, it blows my mind. Yeah. Like yes. these these pull ups and these weights and the with the monster and, tires, yeah, you know, like hucking stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like wow. Absolutely, even the the rope. You do yeah, those yeah, 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 the rope thing. Like that's wild. <laughs> it is. I will tell you though, it is fun. It's not a traditional, you know, go in the gym, pump the iron, you know, do your sets, and you got it. Like it's you never know what you. So if you go to a trainer. Again, I only did it uh, maybe three times. But each one was so different than the last one in terms of the workouts that we did. Yeah. And the activities that we did. And so when you show up, it's not like, all right, let's do this. Like, oh, what do we have today? Yeah. Well, what is that for? Well, you're going to find out in five minutes. <laughs> right, exactly. kind of cool, actually. You're light this tire on fire and you got to put it out with <laughs> your spin. That's what we're doing today. Well, that would be a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you work out on the beach and you do CrossFit on the beach, that takes it to the next level because the traction's so much sure, more difficult. Sand. Yeah, you ever run on the beach? Yes, I did. I, absolutely, when I was in shape a few years ago, you back did. summer of 2019, uh, when we had the house, we actually had two weeks 
of a beach house that year, and I ran probably three out of the days that we Did were there really? each time. And you yeah. never really got into it. What do you mean, got like, into it? You don't do it anymore. No. Like I'm oh, saying no. you never got that running higher no, running addiction. No, no absolutely like not. Like no. some people get where they can't go a day without it. No, no, I no, I hated it. The only reason I did it because I I knew that it would either uh, allow me to lose weight or allow me to eat more later in the day. Which is what a lot of people say does happen. Yeah. I remember Imus back in the day used to tell stories about Chernoff running because he ran every day, kind of like Spike does now. Yeah, both of them. That he would if they were in a hotel where either the gym wasn't open or he didn't want to go down to the gym, he would run the, the floors. Yeah, I mean. At 3 o'clock in the morning. I do not have that. Yeah, my endorphins, I said this the other day, do not get released with exercise. They get released with a chicken farm hero. That's how my endorphins get released. I'm so happy. Or like the times that I would get those bacon, egg, and cheeses when Boomer would order them for all of us. He still does, but, but I don't then, get them anymore. Like that, that is where my endorphins get released. Fair. But then how do you get through the, the 60 days of this diet then? Well, the diet's, it's, I, I Because now, he's still eating that in your face. Yeah, 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 but but you it two. It takes two weeks to change the bad habits. It really does. And now I look forward to other things to eat, but it's just much healthier. So like, there's like, for example, like the the thing that I eat for lunch every day now. I look forward to like that. you can't wait to get home to make yeah, it. Yeah, and I love it. It's a piece of Ezekiel bread. It's avocado. It's two eggs. It's a little hot sauce on it. It's great. It's delicious. It's awesome. I look forward to it. But as soon as you're off that and you can get back to the chicken parm. I don't know what I'm going to do this time. I don't know. I have to. I'm going to try my best to actually maintain, but that's just one of those things that I say that every single time. Yeah, yeah. And then the next thing you know, there I am with I can't see over my cheek fat anymore. <laughs> that's where I am right yeah. now. That actually happens. To me. I know it does. I can actually see there. Like are you time- read down, like right now. If I look down to read, I see cheek fat. Yeah, cheek fat. It's cheek really fat awful. In my it's way, it's terrible. Stop. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh, the old cheek fat. Yeah, that's one of those things where you know you got to change things. Just like when you can't button your top button or whatever, you can't get the coat on. The cheek fat's another one of those indicators. What else has not helped is the the monitor. I got to be honest. It hasn't helped with your self confidence. No, I'm fine. I mean, my look. Oh yeah. I well, you do. Fat. I mean, are you? <laughs> I do. I mean, I can admit it. Are you doing anything about it right now? Or no, you're just kind of going. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the last couple of weeks have been much better. Okay. <laughs> but it's just terrible. I know. <laughs> and all the travel, it kills me. I know. And it shouldn't. But like, you know, I got to go to Minnesota tomorrow. That's fine. All right, whatever. The next week I got to go to Chicago. And then the following week, I don't know where I'm going to be and how right. long I'm going to be away for. And Cheese curd. There's so much food that's thrown your way. Pizza. I always tell you this. So you go away with Rutgers, you get, hey, what would you like for the bus ride to the airport? Oh, okay, I'll have this. What would you like on the plane? Mm. Then you get there. Uh, dinner's ready. Like, oh, my God. I just ate three times in four hours. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh. And with the pit football, we used to get the Chick-fil-A on the flight home every single time. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Sometimes you get it on the flight there and the flight home. And who's not eating that cookie? Oh, everybody. The Chick-fil-A it. cookie might be the best cookie I've ever had. So you get, we would get the nugget in the, in the bag. Let me guess. Let me guess. The nuggets. Yep. And a chicken sandwich. Yep. And a cup of fruit and waffle fries and the cookie. No fruit. That's, what, that's when it's in the basket now. No, no fruit. I don't believe, I don't remember fries. It was just the nuggets, the sandwich, and the cookie. Oh no! no. Now you get the waffle fries and you get the oh, cup wow. of fruit. Yes. Oh my god! And the cookie is. And I'm not a Chick Fil A fan. It's fine. Yeah. I don't. I honestly, I don't. When I drive by Chick Fil A and I see nine thousand people online, and then Popeyes is empty, I don't understand. I really don't. Yeah. it's not that much better. But the cookie might be the best cookie I've ever had. I've heard the shakes there are good. I wouldn't. I mm. mean, if I had, if I Never got had a shake, one. it would just be. It would. It would not be good for. So me. that box. Forget what I said with the waffle fries. Yeah. The ch- the sandwich, the nuggets, yeah. the cookie, mm-hmm. and if you got a shake, that's got to be 2,500 calories, Easy. doesn't it? Easy. It might even be 3,000. Wow. It might even be 3,000. So so delicious. Oh, of course. You know, every <laughs> bit of it. You know what they also used to have on those flights where it was the... Uh, the baby bell cheeses that would be yes. the snacks. The, the little red wax that you yeah, peel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. And Uncrustables. <laughs> Well, every but every athletic team has uncrustables. Yeah, those so, are always available. I mean, they must have made some sort of deal with collegiate athletics. Well, peanut butter and jelly is supposed to be a good sweet snack. <laughs> not, no, it's not. I'm just saying. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, if you talk to an athlete, that's what they will tell you. Well, I guess yeah. Like they, they people say, you know, if you want to like bulk up, right? Eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and lift weights. 
Um, but I don't the know. The problem with the peanut butter is two tablespoons is not what you think it is. No, peanut butter. There's, I tell you, my fattest sometimes I just grab that peanut butter and just like just take a big spoonful out and huck it so into your like, bowl and just eat it. from what's happening? Oh, God. Yeah, just... <laughs> but yeah, those baby bell cheese, I used to grab a handful of those, just sit there pop them in like they were M&M's. <laughs> like M&M's. Yeah. Like nine of them. <laughs> yeah, just like you would just see all there would just be a pile of wax next to me in the chair. They baby are, bell wax. I could make like a sculpture out of the baby bell wax. They are delicious. They are. I know they are. God, I they're know. so good. Everything that's so good is so bad for you. Yeah, I. It, it is, really sucks. Is the reason why because like it, it, because of evolution and having fat on us to survive, just in case we are there's no food. I think all it's of a the sudden, chemicals tricking our minds into well, thinking that we have to have it. Yeah, that that's part of it too. But but also no. But the the taste though, like things that taste good are terrible for you, like sugar and all those things. Because I think mm. that putting, I, I thought that because your body's like I need to, it still thinks this way. You gotta bulk up and put fat on you just in case you need to survive to live off your own fat. So that's why the stuff that tastes good is is the stuff that puts weight on you if because that, it's from evolution. If that happened, I'm good till July fourth, and Al's dead tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Well, that's what I said that time when I had hunger strike because I saw the the six hundred pound life, and the the doctor was like, you could you could not eat for four months and survive. Wow, as long as you had enough water. Damn. Because of that fat that your body would. So I was like, I wonder how long I could go. Hmm. You Not know? four months, but yeah, it's yeah. interesting. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 